are now tuned in to If It's Your Podcast Radio. What's going on, guys? My name is Ryan, and I'll be your host for the IIFYP If It Fits Your Podcast Radio. I am extremely excited to be here, but before we start, if there's anyone out there who has no idea what IFYM is or how to calculate their macros, please email us. We're having a lifetime free promotion, IIFYMApparelCoaching at gmail.com. We're back. Michelle, say hello. Say hello. <laughs> hello. Okay, so we have had a review and a good review at that on our iTunes. It was actually our first review and uh, this gentleman gave us a great series of questions and Michelle has these on hand. Uh, let's just hop right into it. So Q&A style um, today, I don't know, is it mid-morning now? Feel pretty good, <laughs> caffeinated, uh, ready to go. So hopefully this is a, a big chunk of information for you guys. So I read through these questions before um, and these are great. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, I mean, we, we don't know if this is a gentleman or a lady, actually, but whoever this oh. is, is um, awesome. Okay, so, let's do it. Um, yeah, so I said, the title is, You Guys Are the Best in the Industry. Oh, wow. So, I can't believe that I'm the first comment, but that excites me to be the first feedback you guys get. So far, this podcast is freaking amazing, and I love everything you guys are teaching. Not only what you guys are teaching, but how you teach it, what you emphasize is important with this lifestyle, and just everything you guys do for new beginners to experts in the industry and personal trainers um, to aspiring personal trainers. Yes. To you guys and anyone reading this, I have always wanted a coach, but I have never been able to afford one. I participated in their 12-week IFYM challenge, and it was the best decision I ever made because I realized, yes, <laughs> uh, because I realized that I fell into the same trap that a lot of people fall into, which is low carb, low calorie, and too much cardio. I thought I knew what I was doing, and I thought that I lifted heavy, but it wasn't until I had a real strength training program to follow, rather than going into the gym doing r- random exercises each day, accurate macros that focus on my goals and my performance in the gym, which meant more carbs than I imagined and a coach that keeps me accountable, I finally started to see real substantial long-lasting progress. My bench press went up 20 pounds, squats increased around 40 pounds, and deadlifts around 40 pounds as well. I learned how to utilize progressive overload, truly experienced body recomposition, and this is just the beginning for me. I'm so thankful for them for you guys to provide so much free, helpful information, but even the affordable membership that can change your life for the better because it has changed mine. If anyone is looking for help but doesn't have $100 to $1,000 to hand over, then these guys right here are the perfect fit for you, I guarantee it. If I didn't already mention it, I love your podcast, I love you guys, and I am so happy to continue to work with you all because I know I am great hands. Great. Thanks, my heart. So that was the review section, which is Mm -hmm. amazing, and we really appreciate that. And then they said, uh, some things I'd like to see on your podcast is how to overcome plateaus, some of your favorite macro-friendly meals, your fave places to go out to eat while still hitting macros, high-calorie foods that you can switch out for a more macro-friendly version, how to overcome or contain uh, digestion issues, how and why you guys as coaches decide on macro adjustments and implementing in specific amounts of cardio. And if you haven't already, because I haven't watched all your episodes, tell us your story, how you got this platform, and how you guys started your business. Thanks for everything. Hashtag IIFYMer for life. Yes, this is just what a good series of intelligent questions. <laughs> All right, so let's start off one by one. What is that first uh, first question? 
Uh, how to overcome plateaus. How to overcome plateaus. So if you're doing this right, I believe there is no plateau. Um, I think if you are thinking long term enough, especially the, the farther you get into uh, your training experience, um, you're, you're just going to need to pound, pound, pound um, regular habitual uh, movements. And you need to get good at certain movements. Maybe you can vary um, you know, long-term effort, but it's still a long-term effort. Um, plateaus in, in regards to weight loss um, or fat loss or, or weight gain, um, this is this is just a matter of eating more, um, it, you know, yeah, or keeping track um, more intently on what you're doing to make sure you are in fact um, eating, you know, under what you're supposed to or over or what you are. So, like the the more precise your data is, the the easier plateaus seem to fade away. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of plateaus are basically just because you're not being fully honest about your adherence. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, next next question. Um, some of your favorite macro-friendly meals. Mm. Uh, Go ahead. You got it. She <laughs> well, feeds me. If you guys <laughs> One of our favorites is um, lean ground beef mm-hmm. and then with fat-free American cheese. Yes. <laughs> so it's like a cheesy. So this burger. is like a, if, you, if you're still into eating meat and uh, you want to eat meat the, the lean way, uh, yes. <laughs> just just look for the... Um, you know, the, the less percentage of fat per proportion for your beef or your turkey or, you know, whatever you like. Yeah, we do we do ground turkey as well, but mm-hmm. um, for the ground meats, typically the 93 lean for the turkey and the 90% lean for the mm-hmm. for the beef. We, we tend not to vary in terms of like, uh, I, I say we vary month to month, but within a month we tend to eat the same meals, uh, you know, throughout the day, um, just, mm-hmm. you know, just for budget, just for, you know... Yeah, it's yeah, easier sanity. for budget, and it's just so much easier when you're tracking your macros. And, and so for myself, myself, my my intent has always been to get my mind off of food. So the, the more mm-hmm. habitual and more like brushing my teeth, eating is, um, I, I I like it. I like not focusing on food. I like not focusing on you know what my next meal is going to be, what it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm eating the same things, it's much easier to track and remain consistent. It's just, uh, and and the flexibility there is. Is, is within my adherence. My adherence is maybe eating the same thing for you know two weeks or eating the same thing for a month and then switching it up or eating the same thing every day. But like you don't have to eat the same or, or different things every single day, you know, mm-hmm. to be in to be in this lifestyle or anything to you know, you don't have to figure out your macros every single day. You can figure out your macros for the week. You can meal plan, you can meal prep. All mm-hmm. this is just very much dependent on I should have, I want a banner right here. It's just ad- adherence. Mm-hmm. I have many logos and many designs made. All I need is uh, adherence. Yeah, so adherence. Mm-hmm. What you can yeah. sustain. So next question. I'll just, oh, well, well, part of the macaroni meals, we love jasmine rice. Yes. And avocados as a fat source. We always like to have that with our meat mm-hmm. pretty much. So like we're, we're pretty basic. Um, we're basic. But, you know, when we go out, I, I love pizza. So if you guys love pizza, what we do... So this is like very practical. I'm just thinking this on the top of my head. So Papa John's, what do we get at Papa John's if we want a pizza? And we want to stay within our means and not blow everything out. It's the Hawaiian chicken pizza. It's one of their lighter options. But mm-hmm. if you like Hawaiian pizzas, it's really good. And it has a little bit more protein because of the chicken on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very low fat. It's about like six grams of fat yeah. per slice, or, which is why we go for Or we just go straight cheese. So straight cheese, a large, we'll split it. We'll have four and a half, four, four slices each. It's what, you know, 30 fat. So it, it's reasonable. It's, it's, it's doable. You don't have to blow everything out of proportion. Um, 
when, yeah. when you don't have to. Especially if like you're you're craving something and you're not gonna you know make that cauliflower crusted pizza from <laughs> Pinterest. You know you can do the real thing and still you know. Yeah, obviously this is not like an everyday thing. That's a, yeah. it's when you really need yeah, that this is sanity. The, yeah. Um, so this is actually answering the next part, which was your fave places to go out to eat while still hitting macros. Yeah. We also Many. like to get sushi. Sushi um, as well. Sushi is very easy to track because. Um, low fat, high carb. Uh, mm-hmm. Moderate protein, but you know, low yeah, fat. you can you can track the ingredients separately if you want, or you can just find um, similar roles because my fitness pal has such it has a global database that you'll be able to find what you're actually eating. <clears throat> um, so that's a easy way to fit a food that we like in our macros. Absolutely. I don't think there's very much. Oh, McDonald's actually. Yes. Uh, if we're really in a hurry and we need something macro friendly. Um, their hamburgers are are cheap and cheap. they're low. Not, I mean, relatively low relatively fat. low fat. So, so uh, put fat free cheese on it. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a hack right there. So uh, cheese, I will always opt for the the low fat because I don't I don't see a distinction too much. I mean, there is a distinction, but not enough for me to uh, uh, care, mm-hmm. right? So I'll eat a low fat, you know, slice of cheese on something relatively moderately uh, full of fat. So yeah, yeah. Just hacks here and there, just depending on adherence. So, mm-hmm. let's go. Um, high calorie foods that you can switch out for a more macro friendly version. So again, cheese. That went right into the next question. So cheese is my favorite. Um, cheese is on everything, um, but you can. It is so readily switchable. Um, there is mm-hmm. a low fat option for every single cheese out there. Um, it, it's just doable. It's just yeah. you got to make that switch. Maybe it's. I don't know, more expensive because it's low fat, but um, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's still options. Yeah, for sure. What, what like else that, is that there? That goes with like anything that you cook with cheese, anything that you So Yeah, so let's out. go for the dairy right now. For, low fat for dairy, meat, so. Um, the, the meat you use when you're cooking and stuff. Yeah, low. Out for and the then fat content. dairy bean, yogurt. Yogurts, yes. you can always find low Greek fat. Yogurt, zero, yeah, zero Milk, fat. you can always find low fat. Yes. You can find actually, you know, no fat. Um, and you can, um, if you have a Kroger, you can get yeah, Carmaster so Milk. Right it has like 11 grams of protein per serving. Uh, so that's it's a good amazing, hack if you amazing. have a Kroger near you. Yeah. Um, and then obviously ice cream. You can mm-hmm. get like Halo Top or if you have Kroger, the low cow ice cream or um, Enlightened Ice Cream. If you, and the pizza you know, we mentioned. Something, yeah. Absolutely. So just some, these, I mean, these are just examples off the top of our heads that are most important, but. Probably and most likely, if you break what you want down into single ingredients, you can absolutely make better or make more calorie, uh, more macro friendly a food. And you know, people have have recipe recipe books. You know, just swapping single ingredients for for major uh, difference, which is which is really cool. So there's options out there. There's memes out there. You know, visuals out there on Instagram now that are you know bringing these foods into light. So it's yeah, we've yeah. posted some actually, mm-hmm. a little farther down our Instagram. So, and to go with the yogurt, I know a lot of people love granola, and granola is extremely high calorie. It's very dense in fat and carb. <clears throat> if you swap it out for something like um, sugar smacks, so like puffed wheat cereal, you get super high volume for mm. much lower calories. And puffed kumit. Or yeah, kumut. 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 Whatever. I we can't pronounce it. But it is but yeah, decent. Thing. It's really. It's good. sugar smacks without the sugar. <laughs> Honest. Yes. Honestly, um, right, go ahead. yeah. Uh, next thing is how to overcome or contain digestion issues. 
Um, I've actually had a couple of my clients reach out to me this week for the same reason. Okay, b- before you start, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my two cents because I don't have much on this. Um, I've always had digestive issues. It just has never been an, enough of an issue for me to uh, do things or, or the advice I'm about to give you now, which is just to be consistent with whatever you think is going on. Make sure you're eliminating variables over time, not over the course of one to two days. Um, make sure it's a it's a consistent thing that you can actually track and not just you know hype it, hype it up in your head and uh, you know remove completely that from your life uh, or whatever it is. So. Mm-hmm. Because um, I know there's, there's a ton of ton of different feelings you get from a ton, ton of different foods, um, but you never know if some foods in combination are doing the trick, not just singular foods. Um, it's it's very variable, so I want you to, you know, at least know, be aware of these variables and how many there are before you um, or as you approach this. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. So before you even decide that it's maybe one of the foods you're eating. Um, what I what I told my clients, one of them was actually eating an enormous amount of fiber over the past couple of days and hadn't even realized it. Um, so, so I asked her to take a look at her fiber intake because her, her carbs were normal, but for her fiber, she had eaten like 45 grams of fiber in a day. And if you do that, it will definitely, definitely mm. cause bloat um, and very, very uncomfortable digestion issues. She didn't you know, she didn't have a bowel movement for like three days um, because it had her so constipated. Um, so things like that. Make sure you're, um, as much as you do want to just dwell on your three macros, you do need to make sure that you're keeping your fiber intake pretty uh, regular and um, according to what uh, your intake is. Through consistent experimentation with yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, be wary of, you know, this is why it's important to be consistent in tracking each day. So if you know that you ate something different the day before, mm-hmm. um, and then looking yeah. to see, you would be able to, um, through process of elimination, figure out what it is that might be causing the issue. Um, and like Ryan said, you, you can't take this all out at one time. You can't, you can't yeah. say, the, the all five things are taking a toll on me, and take all five out and be like, oh, I'm feeling better, because it could have been just one of those five things. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Next um, how and why you guys as coaches decide on macro adjustments and implementing in specific amounts of cardio. So this is like, uh, it's very hard to do this without an example because everyone is obviously individual and everyone has the nuances that we've hopefully discovered over time through working with them, um, but how they react to different uh, macronutrients, um, you know, how, how and why they are where they are now is going to depend on this, this answer. So uh, let, let's see if we can create a scenario to, to give you guys some value here. So say uh, a client checks in and she is losing, man, she, she, she even thought, I'm using she, but say he or she even thought that by eating as many carbs as we told them to eat, um, that they were going to gain weight, but they're actually losing weight. They're losing two pounds a week. Um, and it's been a week and they lost uh, two and a half. Um, and they're checking in with us and what they should do. And, you know, how do we approach this now? How do we um, adjust or give them any sort of adjustment now? Um, we want to look at how they're training, what they're doing consistently throughout the week, if anything was different in terms of their expenditure, how their cardio is, um, whether or not they're doing any. If, if, if that's the case, I would like to bring that down to close to zero, depending on their adherence and how much they want to do. Um, a lot is dependent on their adherence and that's also going to influence, you know, how much, how many of what, 
that we're going to change, but most likely the, the big change is, is very consistently small, um, small changes over time, and those are little... Yeah, There's and this is why progress pictures are important too, mm -hmm. not just the weekly logs, because um, like I had a client this morning, she checked in and she looks a lot leaner, but I can also tell she's very full mm -hmm. right now, so I'm not going to necessarily <clears throat> keep her macros the same, because she does need to, it, she's focusing on fat loss, so I do mm -hmm. need to take down. So even though she numbers. is, you know, she could be gaining uh, muscle and therefore decreasing the body fat percentage, um, that, that, that's the recomp, and that would be near maintenance calories. So to take carbs away or to take whatever, you know, she usually does away is what's going to help. So, yes. awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of things that go into this when you're um, making adjustments from each week. Mm -hmm. And also, um, we, you have to take into consideration your client's preference. So if somebody absolutely hates doing cardio, yes. you're not going to necessarily throw at them, oh, here's another three sessions of cardio this week. Instead, yeah. you'll probably take away more food because yes. they're more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. So, and vice versa. This is this is an adherence game, and this is why um, a second or even third eye in controlling yourself. It's just another another level of of awareness of self to have someone mm -hmm. else objectively look at you and you know say this is what you need, um, or this is what you need to do. So it's it's an awesome thing. It's it's an awesome thing to be open to. Um, you know, me and Michelle, Michelle and I. Um, also need you know second and third eyes, but we help each other um, somewhat ob objectively, um, mm -hmm. hopefully, with with our progress and, and things like that. Especially in terms of making making habits that impact long term. So yeah, it's yeah. it's cool to have you know. I think we we, we went over a, a question that was um, along the lines of what happens if your your spouse doesn't track as well. Um, yes. I think. I think it's it's solely dependent on how how supportive they are of, of your long term um, macro um, ideals and your short term micro actions. If they're supportive of both, I think you're fine. Um, you know, if you have any crossover there or any discrepancies there, I think you know you need to look at it seriously. But I think mm -hmm. with that in mind, yeah. So what's what's the next question on this? I know it was a big one. I think. Yeah, this is the last one, and. Um I think we haven't touched this before. I'm not sure. Um, if you haven't already, because I haven't watched all your episodes, tell us your story, how you got this platform, and how you guys started your business. That's the final question. All right. So, where, where do we start with this? <laughs> how, how we well, got this I platform? Mean, I, I can't really say <clears throat> the story about how the business started because I wasn't part of it in the beginning. So... Um, I think maybe we have covered this, but I'll do it once more. Um, I, I started IFYM Apparel um, in conjunction with what I was doing personally um, as a brand um, through my endeavors in, in fitness. And I, for those who remember, I was shredded fitness um, for a long time until I, I I switched my personal account to IIFYM Ryan to better represent you know my my true uh, passion, which is this business. Um, so IFYM and, and the the platform started from ground zero. I mean, we really started with definitely no followers on the IFYM Apparel Instagram account, and that's definitely our has been our pillar of of growth um, until now, until this this podcast. But um, the the platform itself is it, when when we say platform, I'd have to assume um, Instagram. So we we built our Instagram through <coughs> consistent consistent 
years, literally, I think it's been six now, I don't know what it is, um, through consistent work, just posting my designs made, um, you know, every week, every, every day, and my journey trying to create representation for a lifestyle that is, you know, so openly accepted in our community, but not necessarily talked about now. So I want to create a, I wanted to create a, a representation that could, you know, increase the, the substance to what we're all following now and, and, the, and the benefits that come from this. So I wanted to cre create, you know, a physical substance that can, you know, increase virality and hopefully um, impact the world. I, I do want to impact the world with this and with the, the apparel, the representation, the, the amount of info we share, the, the sort of hub I want to create with i4apparel.com or wherever we can, whether it's iTunes, you know, I don't care. I just want to reach as much people as possible with this opportunity of, of a greater self-awareness um, through, you know, control of how you look, feel, and function. So this has been my, my striving goal for a long time, and uh, I'm, I'm so glad I can <clears throat> verbalize this finally. Obviously, all the people close to me have heard me talk about this um, intensively um, with, with all the passion I do, but it, it's, it's different. <clears throat> I'm, I'm increasingly loving the, the aspect of, of this is all time. This is being recorded. Um, this, is, this is a real me. This is a real um, person and entity behind um, what this is. And now I've found someone else to share responsibility with. And this is Michelle. And M Michelle came along. Um, oh, man. I lived in California when I, when I built this. <laughs> and uh, she didn't. She was in Ohio. We met over Instagram. <laughs> Funny. We met over Instagram. And, uh, I bought the clothes. She bought the clothes. She was a, she was a customer. She bought the NASA, the iPhone NASA. That was so fucking sick and popular. Yeah, so that, that impacted our, our, our culture in, in iPhone. I think, I think everyone saw that design and, and, it, and it got, and it brought like, it brought a lot of people from the outside, from the general pop into like personally, like just personally walking around people were like, what, what is that? I personally brought people into this because of, of, of the NASA. I'm actually fucking wearing it right now. <laughs> the so, shredded fitness Yeah, one. with the shredded fitness one. It still has shredded fitness on the iPhone NASA, so it wasn't fully iPhone apparel yet. Um, just hit little history that, that I appreciate. I'm going to, you know, hopefully one day frame one of these. Or, mm -hmm. Like, my, my goal with the apparel was I, I secretly wanted all this to truly be limited edition, like in... in in 50 years when the world knows about IFYM or what started the global awareness of control um, dependent on tracking your macros, um, where the first representation was. And I, I wanted all these, all these little pieces that people had bought and supported from the beginning to be worth something later in life. And that was my cool, my cool fucking idea that I still have. It's my secret um, motivation in, in terms of design and um, increasing the popularity of designs and what represents this lifestyle. Hopefully, at least to get um, curious eyes there. But back to the story. We met on Instagram. Because I bought the apparel. Because I bought because she bought the apparel, and I was like, "Who's that spicy Latina?" Because <laughs> 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 she's in a, the black NASA, which was my favorite at the time. And I think I don't know what happened from there. I think we we DM'd, and she slid in my DM. She slid in my Snapchats, and we started. Because, like, at the time, it was very personal. Like, um, I was definitely behind the... Well, she didn't know, I guess. You can at, tell at the story first, from there. At first, I had no fucking clue that you ran the apparel. I didn't know. Yeah. Until, like... I've always had a hard time, like, putting my, my name on anything because I wanted, 
wanted it to be bigger than myself. But I, I realized over time that the, the best part about this is how I, I brand it. And I think I can brand it better than itself because it, it is dying um, in terms of like people um, mm-hmm. using the term I, for him, I, I, I hope to rebrand it and rebrand it through my intent and my passion. So um, but back to the story. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I... Uh, you bought a... You reached out to me to send me some more apparel. I did? I, yeah, I offered did. to send more apparel to you. Yeah, it was, a- it was after... Super leverage right there. <laughs> this was after I had slid into his Snapchat. And it was totally friendly, though. He was stuffing his face at... A, I was in Vegas at, at the time a for Olympia yes, with for Danny Olympia. and Nate. He was stuffing his face. It was really impressive, honestly. He was literally popping, like... Entire macarons in his mouth and like Nate, entire mini in his mouth, like one after another, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy?" This doing? is what <laughs> actually hilarious. attracted her to me. This is what brought her to the yeah. next level. But I was just like, because I saw his personality for the first time. Yeah. So I, I just like snapped him like, "Oh, I'm jealous or something, something stupid about the dessert," yeah. and then he said something you know really cheesy as a Not, pickup line. She it was, was just re- super butter, bitter. It was really really cheesy. Anyways. He was like, how are you, Michelle? Other than cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm roasting you right now. I love you so much. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. She was very cute, and she sent me the cutest selfie, and I still have it as my background. So, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, moving on. Keep going. Come on. Um, and then we met for the first time in person. On January 15th. So. When I flew out to. Two years ago. Ohio. Yes. So we met for the first time in the Columbus airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went straight. So to after the six event. months, after six months of long distance, I. Well, it's not six months. <laughs> it's a long time. I came out to Ohio <clears throat> from California, the Bay Area, San Francisco. Probably the coolest part of California. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> to the Midwest, where it's yeah. cold. I flew out here, and it was fucking bitter cold. Um, got along great. Obviously, things happened, started to happen more serious. I came back. Came back again for the Arnold, I think. Um, uh, we, we met in person again then, after, obviously, another few months of, uh, of talking. And uh, then, obviously, I made the, the promisingly fucking... Absolute move out here to Ohio to greater or, or to have a, a better impact, um, obviously, for more people, paying less, um, doing more of what I can do um, for cheaper, which is obviously in the Midwest. It's you know difficult to start a business in California, let alone uh, afford rent and do the same thing. Um, so I thought for the time being, and because you lived here, and because you have a little girl that uh, I could make the sacrifice and still run a business and still scale a business um, <clears throat> remotely or wherever I, you know, want to, wherever I want to be. Um, I, I didn't want to let that stop me. So, you know, so far we've been together. How long has it been? I've been in Ohio for, what, two years? Uh, Almost two years? Like a year and a half now. So a year and a half. Um, you know, our goal is eventually to, to move back to, to California when we're, when we're ready and uh, willing. we got the resources too. Um, but yeah, so far we've been having a blast doing this for you guys, um, regardless of where we are. So I think we've been to how many Espos together now since 
least three or four. Yeah, so it's been, it's been really cool. It's been awesome <clears throat> to see you guys in person, especially at the expos. But it's been awesome to just cover reviews like this. Like this is this is amazing. Um, yeah. Couldn't ask for more. So I think uh, was that the last question? Uh, what was that? Did we answer everything? Yeah, how you guys started your business? How you got this platform? I mean, you just started podcasting, really. Yeah. So like to get a platform, you just need to consistently do something along the lines, um, you know, what you want to do for the rest of your life. I think. You know, you got to love something to be great at it, I think, um, or at least uh, want to do it for the rest of your life. So. Yeah, and we definitely have a passion for it. Yes. So hope this was of some value to you guys. See you later. <laughs>